Welcome to Two Therapists Talking. The hope for this podcast is to talk about important issues related to couples and individuals who are struggling in their lives with many different issues. I'm David Thompson, a marriage and family therapist. And I'm Sherry Christensen, marriage and family therapist. Please join us as we explore these issues together, and we hope you will learn and be enlightened along the way. Come find us at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast. Hi, welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm Sherry. And I'm David. And we are doing a follow-up on our episode on the energy of forgiveness. Yeah. It's kind of, that wasn't the plan when we started the episode, but it very much (laughs) became about the energy of forgiveness. I mean, about forgiveness too, Mm -hmm. but mostly about how it feels and the impact it has on those around you. And if you listen to that recently, you know that I'm referring to positive impact of forgiving and Sherry told the story while she told her story of her accident Mm -hmm. and how her forgiveness and her attitude allowed others to share and to connect. And Mm -hmm. even if it's in the hospital and people that were helping her or nurses, um, it was a positive thing. Right. And a lot of positive, no doubt, can come from this principle of forgiveness. Yeah. And I'd say even it, it just continues to ripple out. Right. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. I I was reading somewhere recently um, that the most loving thing we can do is forgive. Like mm-hmm. God is embodied in this forgiveness idea where maybe we're unworthy or undeserving and he forgives anyway. Right. And his grace, his love is kind of incomprehensible. And it's not because we deserve it. It's because we feel like we don't. And I really do think forgiveness probably is the most loving thing we can do. Right. Yeah. And I think it benefits, again, so many more people than just the two people that are connected by that space of forgiving. Yeah. That event of, it's not an event, but the event that required the forgiveness. Definitely. I mean, Cherry, you did a good job of sharing how when you're in that space, it impacts everybody around you. Certainly everyone within close reach. Yeah. Yeah. And And still continues to, right? Because there are things I won't be able to do for even several more months. And, you know, on a, easily on a weekly basis, you know, several times a week, I have people that are still helping me. Yeah. Or I'm still connecting with people around that, right? Um, and there's so many more opportunities to, to bless and to help and for lives to change. And it's powerful. Definitely. So if we haven't convinced you just by the goodwill and energy alone, that forgiveness is a good thing. (laughs) Um, if you like the principle and the idea, but maybe find yourself stuck in some ways or hung up. And often it's a very personal betrayal type of injury or trauma or relationship fracture. Mm -hmm. How do we do it? Let's say we think it's a good idea and we're on board with it, but how do we do it? Yeah. That's what we want to talk more about in this podcast. Yes. So I think there's a lot out there about 
oh, it's important and this is a good idea, but maybe not as much about what do we actually do. And I think it makes sense why it's so hard. So what I hear often is if I forgive, right, and especially if I tell them I forgive them, yes, then it's kind of permission for them to move on and I don't have excuse anymore to be sad. Or if I am, or if I've forgiven but I'm still hurting, I really, really need to let it go because I've forgiven. And I don't feel yeah. like I'm done being sad. Yes. Or hurt. So if I forgive or if I tell them I forgive, but I'm still sad and hurt, they won't honor that anymore. They won't mm-hmm. want to or, rebuild. Or I won't honor it anymore. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's a good point. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of listeners who can relate to that. Right. And I think that's important to, to notice and recognize that the process of forgiveness is not linear, right? It, you go through just like the stages of grief, you go back and forth and through and in and out and hurting is part of that process of healing and forgiving. And so there's never a point, um, at which you don't get to feel sad anymore or hurt. Right. And that's important for us as people who need forgiveness from others, that they, there may be someone else who is, who is struggling because of something we've done or said. And, um, and that's important for them to get the space to get to feel sad or hurt when they are. Yep. And to not be angry or upset or like, would you just get over yourself and let's move on and (laughs) sad. Yeah. When you hear that. Yeah. So I think when we're talking about how to forgive, I think it starts with wanting to and choosing in. Right. And that doesn't mean it's going to be a quick thing. It doesn't mean you're Mm -hmm. not going to work on it for a long time, maybe a very long time. You've just arrived at a point where you're convinced it's a good thing to do and it will benefit you. And I think that's where this process begins. And that's Mm -hmm. sort of the last podcast was about I don't know. Getting to that place. (laughs) Yeah. That the energy of forgiveness is a good energy. Yeah. And if you want to and you choose in, now what? Yeah. Open some space for your life, in your life, for the possibility of this coming in and being able to be there a little more and more. And I think part of the reason why it can take a long time is because I think healing from an event and forgiveness kind of go hand in hand, like kind of need a lot of that healing to happen in order to fully forgive healing and forgiveness go hand in hand, right? So as you're healing, your capacity to forgive increases and you're able to forgive more. Yeah. Right. You can't, really, and if you choose, if you never choose to forgive, there's a part of your healing then that never actually happens. Right. Absolutely. I've seen that many times. Well, I've experienced that many times. It wasn't until I was able to forgive um, important people in my life that have hurt me that I really felt like I was moving on and letting go. Right. And really not before. Yeah. And my fears of justice... And them getting out of something that um, I didn't want them to get out of 
uh, held me back for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I could see that my healing was paused. And it's, mm-hmm. again, not like I'm in big trouble for it. I think God understands right. where we're at. Right. But I was holding myself back. And so I can, I can witness that it is healing when we forgive. And it's part of, you know, they go together hand in hand. So right. don't hold your healing process up. If you can help it. Right. So what about time and space? It's, it's just so critical because again, if you think about healing from, for example. I don't know, an accident or something? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. We can just go right there. (laughs) Right. I still have quite, quite a nice gash, right? Scar. Right. Now the skin is, it's healed over, right? It's not going to ooze anything anymore, but there's still a nice red, you know, it's not healed, Mm. healed all the way. And obviously the bones aren't going to be healed for a couple more months, um, themselves. So it's a process, right? And that's, that's the same thing here. We're going to open space for that, right? Like I open space for my body to heal physically. Like I'm going to give it the time and the space. And as much as it feels frustrating to not do things that I would like to do it, it actually, and, and good grief. I do this, you know, I get frustrated with that process, but when I like just sink into it and allow it to just be what it is, I stop wasting a lot of energy on getting frustrated. Right. Yeah. And just allow it the process, the healing process to be what it is. And sometimes it's, not fun. Um, sometimes it's painful and it takes a long time. Yeah. But creating that space, committing, opting in to that space of forgiveness, just like I have to opt into healing, um, which means I have to do certain things and not do other things consistently. I mean, imagine... I can only imagine if you were to just do whatever you want and not give your body the time and space. And, and if you feel like going for a run or if you feel like unloading mm-hmm. those groceries and picking up those heavy objects, what would happen? You'd never heal. Never heal. Never In heal. fact, you'd, you'd undo uh-huh. what's been done and yeah. make it worse. Yep. So. Yeah. Lots, lots and lots of damage. So giving yourself that time, recognizing this isn't linear you're going to go through some of these things and then kind of maybe even feel like you're going backwards sometimes, but it's not. There are new angles, new understanding, new pieces, new, you know, you might feel like everything is the same, but mentally you might be in a slightly different place and that can change uh, how things are. And you might feel like you need to do a different step over again, or you might get triggered by something and that might cause feelings to come up and you need to kind of go back through that process and, and do a little bit more forgiving, a little bit more healing. Yeah. So we, we talk about a process a lot where we identify it as sort of honoring your story and your feelings. Now, why, Mm -hmm. why is that so important in a forgiveness process? I mean, there's a lot we could say about this, honestly, it could be its own podcast, but in order to forgive, honoring your story and your feelings both are very important. Mm-hmm. And 
when we say honor your story, I'm, I'm sure we mean some different things. But <laughs> I, I hope the basic idea, right, is that you are okay with what's happened and you're finding meaning in your suffering and purpose in your pain. And we'll probably talk a little bit more about that. Right. Where the shame is being transformed into something else. Mm-hmm. And you're taking care of yourself in different ways than you have before. In other words, your story and how you feel about your story are okay. And and I'm going to like say to me, this is the finding meaning can um, even end up being a little like further down the line. When, you know, when I think honoring your story and your feelings, I'm, I'm thinking actually telling people the story, like telling the story allows you to start putting the puzzle pieces back together. It starts giving you the space to actually figure out what fully happened to try to understand the hurt and the pain we have, you know, a lot of experiences where our minds don't remember everything right away or um, especially with different trauma types of things, pieces get disjointed and separated from other pieces. Right. And so actually going through the process of telling your story is a little bit, um, it, it helps you sort of take back what was taken from you. Mm. There's, and being able to make sense of the facts of what actually occurred to you. And many times we have to tell that story many times. Um, as we begin to say like, hey, wait a minute, this happened and it wasn't okay. And especially if you have that feedback from people who understand or can be there for you, right? You have to kind of decide who you're going to talk to and make sure that they're safe people who can give you appropriate feedback. But being able to say like, this is actually what happened and have someone be able to say, that's awful or that is yeah. not okay. Yeah, There's some power that gets returned to you, right? There's that space of, okay, no, that wasn't okay. And you telling it gets, you're getting something from someone else, but you're also getting it from you, right? You're, you're able to say, no, for sure, this isn't okay. Right. Um, and you're making sense of where all the pieces go in that fit together um, and that affected everything. Because a lot of times as you're telling those stories, you, oh, yeah, but then there was this other piece. And, oh, I'd forgotten about this. And um, and we find in, in group traumas that if they're sharing their story and explaining their side of what happened, there's other, oh, yeah, and I didn't remember that you had done X, Y, or Z and that that had led to this. And so you're seeing a lot of, um, of healing that happens as pieces start getting put together. Right and an understanding of what happens. And that, those are facts, right? That's kind of the honoring your story is kind of the facts. And then honoring the feelings that come out of it, that's a whole 
different ball of wax because you're going beyond just the facts into how that, how you experienced that yourself. And there's a lot that comes into that. And if we sort of gloss over feelings, we sort of gloss over the story because I'm supposed to forgive and so I'm going to just kind of jump to that point, we're missing the entire experience of healing and forgiving. You can't forgive an event or feelings, emotions that were created if you don't fully understand them and what is going on for you and what happened. So that those that story piece, so you'll see people who have been in trauma tell their story a lot. And that's part of that healing process. And then hopefully they move to being able to really connect with the feelings and the emotions that happened to them, that they felt as a result of this these facts happening in their life. And if they can get down to those and really work through those, whether it's sadness or anger, resentment or whatever they are, then that healing can allow them to move into some of the more challenging pieces. If you don't, if you don't have that healing that you've done and that understanding at a really deep level, it's, it's hard to move into saying being able to say completely and entirely, I forgive you. Right. Like if you don't recognize and accept yes. your your story and your feelings, which if you don't and they don't feel heard, I mean, feelings are like these little parts uh-huh. of us, right? And if they don't feel heard and they can't tell their story, they get stuck. Yes. It's like they want to be heard and seen and understood, but if we're not paying any attention, mm-hmm. they're not going anywhere. Yes. They don't leave just because we don't want to deal with it. Yes. Yeah. And so honoring your story and feelings is freeing you to move on mm-hmm. um, and telling it like Sherry is talking about and accepting whatever those feelings are, Yeah, understanding that they're okay. And mm-hmm. they're often in response to um, feeling unsafe and wanting mm-hmm. to protect mm-hmm. and defend yourself. And that's normal. It's normal. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's amazing as I do um, art with people, um, accelerated resolution therapy with people on these kinds of things, um, or even doing talk therapy. There's like this moment when the body feels heard and seen with Mm -hmm. something. And it's just this total release. Yeah. You can just see it. They just, you know. Yeah. And just relax. And and that's been my experience with emotions and feelings that, you know, if they're when they're stuck is that, you know, if I just open some space to hear and see them completely, then it's almost like my body's like just relaxes out of into it and just is like, okay, okay, I can now I can move on. I'm good now. Right. Yeah, and often when you follow up mm-hmm. on that experience, they're feeling good. Yeah. And they don't really need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so your body does want to let it go. It just needs right. to feel heard and understood. Yep. And how much of that you can do for yourself is is awesome. And being able to get help and letting other people in, like she's talking about, people that are safe. Right. Who will listen. Right. Another thing that's 
we talk about is, you know, from the last podcast, again, we talked a lot about energy and positive energy and choosing forgiveness as part of shared humanity. Yeah. What do we mean by that? Yes. (laughs) That can sound complicated. How does, how does it, (laughs) how does humanity share in you choosing to forgive someone who has, um, really hurt you and it should not have happened? Well, I think there's kind of two pieces. Just when we talk about the energy of just the energy of shared humanity, right? We're all contributing. We're all a part of this. We're all connected. Um, And so the things that we do affect ripple out and affect so many other people, not just a person that has harmed us or not, right? And so there's that part of shared humanity that as I choose forgiveness, I'm contributing something to this larger whole that is positive rather than being stuck and uh, bringing a negative to shared humanity or even um, blocking myself up from full participation in shared humanity, right? Yep. But there's this other piece too, which is an understanding that everyone is flawed, Everyone is human. We're all going to make mistakes. And when we can start to understand the bigger context around other people and why they've made the choices that they've made, there's an understanding that, gosh, if I was in that exact situation with exactly all of those life experiences and exactly that personality and exactly those, you know, things in my life, would I have acted differently? And, you know, we can't definitively say that we wouldn't. Right. Right. But if, if you understand their story, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I think when, yeah. Sherry's that's, fond of saying that. You've probably heard that yes, before. I, that's one of my favorite things. If you really understand someone, they make sense, right? And that's kind of the concept. And what that does is it doesn't excuse behavior, right? but it explains and gives you greater context for understanding in that space of right. shared humanity. And, and you're choosing to want to understand mm-hmm. versus being closed-minded and saying, because of my pain, I refuse to see this any other way, which then impacts not just you. Mm -hmm. And you look around at society and and a lot of the issues that we have and how many of of those issues come from people in that space of closed off, closed-minded, won't understand, won't see it for Mm -hmm. um, what they don't think it is. I mean, is that like what are toxic and canceling yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Society is like, you're just canceled or you're toxic and I'm just going to get away from I you. I mean, what better example to anti-forgiveness is there, right? right. <laughs> I can find some dirt on you from 10 years ago and wreck your life. Right. That's, yes. That's, and it's what impact does it have? Yeah. Interesting space, isn't it? It's a very negative energy. But, and that's, I think why this piece, this piece comes after honoring your story and your feelings. Because if you aren't honoring your story and your feelings, your whole body is going to react to this concept of, well, let's step outside of ourselves and see why this person (laughs) might have chosen to do the things that they've done, right? Yeah, you won't be able to. Yeah, you won't be able to because your body needs to feel safe enough to do that. 
and feel heard enough to do that. And so, but if you can say, I honor myself, I'm honoring my feelings, like this doesn't, understanding them doesn't excuse the behavior or doesn't mean that this piece over here with me in it um, doesn't still deserve to be seen or heard as much as it needs to. Yeah. Then you're just not going to be able to get to that space of really understanding where someone else yeah. was coming from. Yep. And as you're doing that, again, you're going to then find more meaning in your pain, find meaning in the experience. Um, that also kind of fits into that shared humanity concept. It's a before as you're telling your story and the feelings that are associated with that, there's a lot of, of pain and um, negativity or negative emotions that come up, right? I mean, I hate to use the word negative, but hopefully you can understand it in the context that I'm trying to, not bad, right? but... Uh, but less effective. Less, or just pain, right? Like pain yeah. isn't, it's not positive. It's not bad. It's just not positive, right? So there's yeah. going to be more of that originally. And then as you've started to choose that forgiveness, as you've started to release some of that um, and see that share hu- shared humanity and the um, experience that might have led to their, you know, understanding them, then your view of your experience starts to shift. Yep. The telling of your story looks different. Yeah. And you've, you've found meaning, you start to find meaning in your experience. And that's another key piece of, of forgiveness. Definitely. And you begin to see how out of these really hard things, um, your greatest positive mm-hmm. attributes come. Things like compassion or kindness, um, learning how to really love, honoring mm-hmm. others' stories mm-hmm. as much as you've learned to honor yours. And so... Patience. And I mean, we could go on and on and yeah. on, I think. And, and there really is no other way except through some of these really hard experiences that give us that perspective and understanding. Right. And so not that you're necessarily um, glad they happened. Sometimes people say, I feel like I'm supposed to tell others that, you know, I'm, I'm glad it happened or uh, this was a good thing. And I don't know that I can ever bring myself to say that. And you don't have to. Right. But I think it makes more sense how out of these really hard things, your capacities have increased and you are... Um, in a better place for it and certainly able to offer support and nurturing more than before Mm -hmm. because you can relate to what they're describing or what they've been through, which here we go with that shared humanity piece again. Yes. And your decision to heal, to forgive, to honor your story and your feelings is benefiting others' lives and together our quality of life improves. And that's a great thing. And it will add a lot of meaning to this process. And then you find yourself in a relationship able to either release mm-hmm. or leave the relationship and the relationship or repair it, 
um, renew it and yeah. you get to make that choice. Right. Yeah. I think in some, sometimes I think people think, well, if it's, if I've forgiven truly, right, then I have to be in a relationship still, or I have to allow this to continue on in the same way that it was before. Right. And that's not the case. That is not the case. There, you can forgive and have and need very strong boundaries to the point where you never interact with that person right. again. Yep. Right. And so, but you can't fully release a relationship unless you've forgiven. So you'll see people who have really strong boundaries and they don't interact, but then they haven't actually released, like that person is still with them yeah. and still affecting their life in dramatic ways inside their head. And they're, they're angry and they're resentful or they're still, you know, they're still stuck yeah. there. Yep. And so it's only through the process of forgiveness that you can truly release the other person um, if the circumstances are such that continuing your relationship isn't a good option yeah. or a healthy option. Yep. And like this, this, in the same way, you can't fully repair or renew a relationship if you haven't fully right. forgiven. Right. If there's a part of you holding back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is really important. And again, in a lot of these instances, you know, if it's something super small, then it may be you may end up in the same space, right? But if it's, you know, when we were talking about a lot of these big issues that really fracture a relationship, it's not going to look the same. It's going to maybe look different. It can look better than it did before, but there's kind of a new path that right. you're taking. Yeah, it's not going to be the same. Um, but better, absolutely mm -hmm. can be better. And in my experience, most of the time is. Right. That's what ends up happening ultimately. And then we can look back and say, okay, I'm a better person for this, but it was really, really hard and I don't want to go looking for it. Right. But we don't, we don't need to, it'll, it'll find us. Right. So hopefully this was helpful. Um, some of the things that help us to forgive and to move into that, uh, even though we want to, it can be really hard to know what exactly to do and where to begin mm -hmm. and thinking that this process has to go a certain way or has to take a certain time right. that it doesn't can hold us back. But hopefully this was helpful. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Thank you for listening to two therapists talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at two talking.com or email podcast at two talking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.